Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to this episode of Kennedy Save the World. And today, um, yes, I have to save you from your tired, exhausting fitness routine that might have gotten you injured. Perhaps you've been doing the exact same thing for the last 27 years, and after almost three decades of wear and tear, uh, you've injured yourself and you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. If you're in that boat, well, then you're in my boat. Because as you know, I've been doing triathlon for a long time and I really, really love it. And just a few weeks ago, I completed my ninth half Ironman and it was really, really fun until I got to the run and then I was in searing pain in my hip that I had injured a few weeks earlier uh, for the entire 13.1 miles and the run completely sucked. It was very slow and I was quite sad. I was already in physical therapy for my hip and, you know, various other things that sort of break down over time trying to build those things back up and bring balance to my body, which is desperately needed. And my physiotherapist happens to be a researcher and a medical doctor who is an associate professor at NYU, and he does a lot of research in Pilates. And he has been telling me for the last several months that he wants me to take an off-season and stop swimming and biking and running for a little while and rebalance my body gently with uh, something that could strengthen and lengthen and perhaps even keep me racing for a much longer period of time. So I want to know what is Pilates all about? How does it help you? How does it work? How is it different from yoga and bar? How is it different from strength training? If, you know, I, I lift weights and stretch on my own, what am I missing? What is it about Pilates that is so special that it keeps popping up in my life as though the matrix is real? So it's time to turn to one of the engineers of this activity, Alicia Angaro. Uh, she is a, a true legend within Pilates, and um, she has a studio here in New York City, and her her legend lives on like the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald, but she doesn't want you to wreck yourself. She wants you to check yourself in the Pilates studio. So one of the things that I have found is there are different kinds of Pilates. There's Matt Pilates and there's the reformer. And the Matt Pilates, it turns out, is much more difficult. I'm just going to say it right here because you're not distracted by a bunch of things. But I will also tell you that as a triathlete, I like things. I like gear. I like stuff. And I really like distractions. So I want to know what's better for me and for us to take us into the next millennium in balanced greatness. Alicia Ungaro, welcome to Kennedy Saves the World. Hello. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I've been cracking up during your intro. That was fantastic. And what a great story. Um, I'm also obsessed with your physical therapist because he's right. <laughs> you should totally do Pilates off season, but also 
all year round to make sure that you are at peak performance uh, for all of your activities. Um, what's special? I mean, everything's special. It, it's all special. It's like multitasking uh, exercise all in one. You get your yoga, you get your strength training, you get your mindfulness, you get your uh, alignment-based workout, um, all in like one neat and tidy, full systems-based workout. So I've only done four classes. I've done three in a studio uh, with The Reformer, which I love. I actually, I look forward to it. It's like eating a Sunday. It's got caramel and chocolate and whipped cream and nuts and every and like four different flavors of ice cream. Like I, I so look forward to it because I don't know what I'm going to get. I've only done one Matt Pilates class and it was fine. And when I say it was fine, I was bored to tears and I could not wait for it to be over. Um, I, I felt, yes, like I was challenged, but it, it just it wasn't as fun as the reformer. So how do I get over that hump? And what is it about Pilates? How is it different from bar. Okay. So you threw out a lot of stuff there. Let, let me parse it out a bit. Um, to do Pilates proper, like when we say like you do Pilates, that means you do the system, not Matt, not reformer, the whole shebang. That's Matt plus reformer plus oh, nice. Cadillac plus the three different chairs, yes. the three different barrels, and a host of other small small uh props there's like a ton of stuff no it's a total party and if i'm dating myself it's like romper room for exercisers it really is like you get to run around the room use all of the equipment some of them spring-based most of them spring-based all of them resistance-based so matt yeah it's the kind you can take home that's why everybody likes the mat because you can take it home with you you most people don't have like big honking pieces of equipment at home so the mat being most portable people love it you either have to dive in hard and embrace it um, or go real slow and use it for your therapeutic corrective kind of vibe. Joseph Pilates himself called his system Contrology. He didn't call it Pilates, um, but he did say it was corrective exercise. And we have a clue there. Like your PT is telling you to do Pilates. Like we get that it symmetrically strengthens the body. It's extremely alignment based, but at the heart of it, it's resistance training. If you're looking to strengthen, you said strengthen and lengthen earlier, you're totally on the mark. The only thing you missed was control. And that is a huge piece of it. When you lift a dumbbell, you put it down, you have some control. You pull up a heavy spring, you can't just let it go. You have to ease it back with control. So you get this two-way resistance, which sort of gives you more bang for your buck. And what I found in um, the, the few classes that I've taken, and, you know, I, I want to know, like, I want encouragement from you that, yes, I should keep <laughs> going. Yes, it will make me a better triathlete. Yes, it will bring me <laughs> balance and stillness. Like, that's, I want reinforcement from you, absolutely, because I want to okay. embrace. And I'm actually glad, because I thought you were going to be like, Matt Pilates is the only thing anyone should ever be doing, and reformers are stupid in the end, which, you know. I'm, no, I'm, I'm a spring addict. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to hear that, that this is a, a full service gas station. That is wonderful. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really found very quickly the weak parts of my body, which, you know, obviously when you do the same three things, when you swim, bike and run over and over and over again, you're only going to service certain systems and strengthen certain muscle groups and the other ones that, you know, and for people who do like real endurance training for, for people who do marathons and ultra marathons and, you know, the, some of the longer distance multi-sport stuff, you don't have a lot of time in your week for 
classes. Exactly. It's it's really tough. So, it, you know, I really am taking this time away from running because I, I can't run for, I don't know, it's going to be like two, three, four more weeks. So I'm really taking this yeah. time to do Pilates at least two days a week and, and try and learn what it is and try and get the most out of it. Yeah. Well, you asked what was different from bar. I mean, bar is really specifically body weight only. You know, again, if you're in a proper Pilates studios, you're working out on all the equipment, you're using different weighted springs from light, medium, heavy, um, and you're using the equipment to position yourself in different, um, you know, leverage against gravity, gravity assisted, gravity resisted, uh, to target whatever's weak in your body. In a in a one on one session, your trainer is building out a program that you know is custom built for whatever your sport is or whatever your injury is. Ideally, both. Um, in a group class, you know, you're going to get kind of the greatest hits vibe, right? Like everybody's getting all of the card stuff and modifying whatever they need to for their body, but you're not going to get any of the custom like your knee is bad. I had a meniscus repair. You know, I used to dance. Now I've got a busted ankle. So I have to do extra exercises that are pulled out just for me on certain apparatus uh, in a Pilates studio that I wouldn't do in a, in a group. So, it, you know, we always say like your best Pilates program is like one private, one small group and one group class. Like if you can get there a couple times a week in a couple different formats and then whatever you do on your own is sort of like, you know, the extra, the icing on the cake. Oh, and I love the icing on the cake. That's the best part. I mean, I prefer <laughs> frosting to icing because I think icing is kind of runny and gooey. But hey, man, I'll, if, if you put it on a, a gluten-free <laughs> delivery device, I will take it all. So I, I oh. love, you know, it's like I, I look at bar and I look at yoga, you know, like Americanized yoga and, and even Pilates. And I I just love the history of fitness and, and how these things evolved and you know what yeah. was missing at the time for Joseph Pilates to look around and be like I know that like he must have seen the same injuries the same body types and just gone I know yeah. we can do something better than this well, I think I think that's an that's a really interesting question. I'm a history nerd too, especially about Pilates because it was such a weird time in fitness history. And when like was there were it? all these It was the 20s. It started in the 1920s in New York. He came from Germany. Um, and he had a sort of interesting history. But when he arrived here, there was all there were all of these strong men running around like Eugene Sandow and all these like crazy weightlifting guys modeling naked and like <laughs> like original beefcake style. Um, but they were all like uniform in their story. They all like the Jack Lillian story, like skinny kid, sickly kid. My system saved me. My system will change you and change the world. And they sort of all had this story. So he, like them, uh, adopted this, this mantra, which was my system can save you. Um, the thing is, it stuck. It really stuck. It was diverse enough in, in all of these pieces of equipment. It was um, interesting enough it, to attract like dancers and celebrities, but also like regular people who were injured. Um, and it was effective. So, you know, that had staying power. And here we are today, 100 years later. And Jennifer Aniston, who looks, she looks amazing and she always has. And I was reading something, it was either in Shape or People because I get, I get emails from them and they're like, what is Jennifer Aniston's secret workout? And of course I'm like, Jennifer Aniston, tell me everything. And it was, it was Pilates because she's done it for a long time and she rediscovered it and it said that she can plank for 10 minutes, which seems obscene to me. 
But if you have the strength and the time, I guess that's that's great. But she really does look well-balanced and toned and amazing because there are some women out there who look like they've had anorexia in prison. And, and I do not aspire to look like that. They are so thin and so muscular at the same time that I want to hug them and hold them because I, I just want to say, who hurt you? But then there are people like Jennifer right. Aniston who's got like this beautiful muscle tone, but she's not she's not a stick and, and her body is so well balanced. I look at them like, well, that would be amazing. You know, it's like my Romanian yeah. cart pulling thighs are never going to look like that, which is fine because they're very useful on the bike. All right. We got more of this interview after this. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. I remember the first time I heard about Pilates was when the musical Chicago came back to New York in the 90s. And so, and all the women in it just looked phenomenal and amazing. And everyone's like, you know, they there were all these press releases about their workouts, and it's like they're doing Pilates. These hotties with yes. the naughty bodies are doing Pilates, and I was like, "What <laughs> is that?" And then, you know, over the years, I had done more yoga, and you know, of course, I got an injury probably ten years ago and started doing bar, and I've been doing you know bar on and off. But when the pandemic hit, I stopped doing that completely. Sort of rediscovered yoga during the pandemic when the pools were closed, and you know, just sort of suffered alone and you know boring videos <laughs> in my bedroom on yeah, it was the worst on a mat which, yeah and it's you know you realize how much you really need a group setting for certain things but now discovering this i'm like this may be and maybe it's not for everybody this but this might be exactly what i need right now this could be it kenny i started doing pilates in 1986 1984 um and it was already here in New York, but it was just kind of this undiscovered gem. Uh, by the time I was teaching and opened my first studio in 95, um, people were really like all over it. And I've watched the sort of exercise pendulum swing because, you know, there, it, it, culturally we swing from like everybody needs mindfulness and easy workouts to everybody needs to be doing step aerobics or triathlons. And there's no you know, moderation anywhere. And Pilates has been this kind of weird through line where like whether you need the mindfulness or you need the hardcore, you can kind of always come home to Pilates to find the version that, you know, is right for you in the moment. Um, the reality is there's no like real mystery about exercise. We kind of know how it works, right? <laughs> you tear down fibers, you build up fibers. Um, there's no way to really lengthen your muscles unless you would lengthen your bones, which to my knowledge is not a it's not a thing, but um, if you find you out a way to do it, let me know bulk. because we can do another podcast on that. And I'm sure there'd be a lot exactly. of very eager listeners. That, so yeah, I would, no I would ask you like, Pilates so what is the difference between, you know, your Pilates duty and what you do? Because of course, when you start doing something new, you tell your friends like, oh, I started doing Pilates. I really like it. And uh, yes. so, and of course, two people like, have you done SLT? And I'm like, I don't know what that is. I think right. I heard about it because like Victoria's Secret models were doing it. And they're like, oh, oh I'll probably look knows? like a Victoria's Secret model if I do it. That'll probably happen. And then I, I read the website. It's like, it's the hardest workout in New York City. And I'm like, bro, I'm already biking like three hours at a time. I don't need anything right. hard. Do I'm like, this? I'm good. Yeah, no, the, the challenge is already there. I need to reset yeah. my poor bones so I don't disintegrate on the way to work. 
Exactly. <laughs> um, well, it's a good question because there actually are kind of a lot of types of Pilates and it's not build that way. And that's kind of a weird thing. We're a little bit late to the game and um, like labeling ourselves. You know how yoga is so clear about you're going to oh, yeah. yoga. I'm doing vin going vinyasa. To... I'm doing ashtanga. Yeah. I'm doing exactly. power yoga. I'm doing exactly. thong yoga, which isn't Perfect. as popular. <laughs> or as naked yoga, which we won't uh, they go do into. It. But... No, but there are people who do it. It's, I've found, I totally. have not done it. It's not for <laughs> me, but you know. But Pilates doesn't really have that yet. But the best we have is classical and contemporary. Um, my studio, Real Pilates, and where I came from is is what we call Real Pilates, original Pilates, classical Pilates, meaning we took the original method from Joe, his equipment, or as originally designed, and we stick to that because we know it works because we've had it for 100 years. Um, and then there's all this derivative stuff, which is, you know, also great. If you love that, then you should do that. Um, but any of equipment that deviates from the original stuff and any repertoire, any exercise lists or even, you know, new stuff that is not from Joe's original list is contemporary or derivative or, you know, just some other kind of brand entirely uh, using equipment that's maybe loosely based on or maybe closely based on Joe Pilates original design. So that's the sort of distinction between types of Pilates that are out there. I say you should do the one you love because <laughs> if you're not going to go do it at all, that's a crime. Um, so find the kind of Pilates you love. Obviously, I advocate for classical Pilates because we know it works. It's been here the longest. It's the source of what everything else came from. Um, and it's great stuff. And that's what I tell people all the time. You know, it's like whenever I race or I'm training and I'm like, oh, I just had super hard run. And people are like, I hate running. It's like, well, then don't run if your body's <laughs> telling you something. If every time you run, you hate the activity, don't do. There's so many activities now. Like that's right. that's one thing that, that I credit younger generations for is they, they have just mass ADD. So they're always mm -hmm. finding new stuff, which is great. Because that means that you can be in the process of discovering something new or rediscovering what you used to love that you forgot about and just do that again. And you will you will never be at a loss for fitness. But for now, yeah. um, I'm, I'm shelving the running, I'm inserting <laughs> okay. Pilates. I've got a lot of Excellent. hopes riding on this. And, you know, I, I, I will feel good about it. <laughs> Well, I will let you know. I, really I, will, I will give you an update on the MRI and everything else, but I'm really hoping that this brings me the kind of balance that I have been lacking. And, you know, it, it improves my overall well-being. So when I do get back to what I was doing, I will do it in a way that is balanced and enjoyable. Excellent. I am rooting for you. I know it's going to work. Well, if you're in New York, do real Pilates. Uh, go to the studio. Check it out. It is OG. It is the Antonin Scalia of Pilates Studios. <laughs> and tell Alicia, you heard the podcast. Alicia Ungaro, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thank you, Kennedy. This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. For more podcasts from my friends at Fox, you can go to foxnewspodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network.
I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in free-fall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.